Oh shit, ladies and gentlemen, how are you doing out there? This is Intergalactic Interviews, and this is episode 102. Mm. Or is it 102? We haven't figured out a format of saying it correctly yet. Hello, how are you doing out there? Uh, we're having a great week, and since last week, we just want to tell you about a really cool opportunity that's popped up. Did you know about this, West Parker? Did you know that there is a cool isolation tank experience just waiting for you personally. Oh my God. Did you know that? I barely heard, tell me about it now. <laughs> well, did you know that you get your own private little suite of uh, personal float tank, you get personal house coat, personal service, a lot of personal stuff happens in the tank. Mostly self-development, but we'll, we'll leave it at that. But uh, it's cool. It's like one of the most premier experiences you can get in the lower mainland. And now they're branching out into Western Canada, into Alberta as well. Super cool people. And what is the website? So Vedra, if you wanted to check something like that out. Oh, I think you'd want to go to floathouse.ca. Floathouse.ca. Ladies and gentlemen, floathouse.ca is the website. And if you use our podcast promo code, you can get 20% off your next Float. I was almost, almost going to say podcast. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Off your next podcast. It's a mandatory part of the membership now. But uh, actually, I saw that there, there's also an additional little promo. I'm going to slide this one in here because I just read this. Apparently, you can get memberships now for $39 a month, which gives you one float a month, which is actually saving you quite a bit of money. So if you just oh. sign up for their membership program, and now it's super discounted. It's really cool. Or if you want to just try it out, 20% off your next float, use our podcast promo code I. I, podcast, that's lowercase i, lowercase i, podcast. Does that sound okay, Wes Barker? I can't wait to try it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever floated before? I'm claustrophobic and afraid of the dark, so. This is a common I'm theme. I'm joking. <laughs> no, is it really a thing? Do that's actually that? funny. A lot of the guests come on and they do feel like, uh, like they're like, oh my God, it's a coffin. I can never oh, jump no in. Way. But it's like, I'm so, so opposite. I'm just too cheap. My, I, now I get 20% off. I'll do it. <laughs> no, my, my buddy, two of my buddies have done it and both of them are like, it's the best thing ever. So See that? That's Wes, Wes Barker, man of the people right there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, to my media right, uh, we have uh, the return. Uh, feeling ill, not so much. Now he's just ill, legitimately. Uh, legitimately ill. Dope, dope sick. Happy he's to be a, back. He's a dope guy. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Michael Saavedra to my media right. How you doing? And uh, returning this week on the boards, we have uh, the, uh, I'm going to use alliteration here, the uh, gargantuanly handsome uh, Garrett Wolf. That's there, G. The you don't have nah, to lie to your listeners. Nah, okay, yeah. I'll say oh, the great, the great Garrett Wolf, ladies and gentlemen. That's a little bit better. He's the only one with a camera on him. So. I'm sorry. No, maybe he is. <laughs> and uh, and uh, of course, the voice you're hearing is MD of the Boomsday Alliance. Some people call me Jamie. You can call me Jamie. Anyone can. Uh, our guest today, he's been seen on America's Got Talent, Penn and Teller's Fool Us, Comedy Network, Wizard Wars, MTV, YouTube, all over. He's got over 30 million views. <gasps> oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for the illustrious. Wes Barker. Oh my god. Mm. Let's yeah. give him a little clappity clap there. I think so. What a gent. I feel a little bit weird because like uh, you guys all have facial hair and I don't. So it's like <laughs> I don't know if like maybe razor blades are really expensive yeah. where you're from. But, it's uh, an intimidation tactic. Yeah. We're always like, hey. The intimidation. Yeah. <laughs> how can we how can we get on this level? You know, we're trying I'm to try to uh, actually I, about facial hair tonight. So yeah. Oh good. Dude. Oh, I went to a notes. commercial <laughs> audition one time like that. My agent sent me there. I sit down, looking around. All dudes with big beards except me. And I was like, There's, I missed something in this thing. It's like a commercial for Gillette or something. It was so awkward. Yeah. You're, 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 you're the, the after. Like, yeah. Yeah, the after yeah you could have been the after guy. No, it was literally for bearded men when they called it out. And I was like, this is so fun. The best a barker can get. Okay, the first. The first person to audition, Bearded Man won. <laughs> <laughs> Would you come out there like, look, you guys are going to CGI this, right? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, got yeah. a, he's got a Sylvester Stallone beard. That's yeah. right, yeah. And I'm also like 5'9", and they're all like 6'2 and up. I was like, I'm really missing she, out here. What the so. Your agent was like, oh, you're perfect for this. Yeah, you really stand <laughs> out. I'm like, yeah, you think? I'll really stand out. That's hilarious. Uh, how you doing? What What'd you do today? Uh, good. I went fishing today. Fishing? Yeah. For the first time, I got up, you know, crack of dawn with my uh, my future father-in-law, and we went out on this like oh. deep sea or whatever. Congratulations! Thank you. Fantastic. Cool. I, I recently got engaged too. Last, Did you? last fall, it's almost, almost a year uh -oh. to the day. When are you so. gonna actually do it then? Uh, probably a year. Okay, exactly yeah. from now. Just yeah. wanted to revel in the uh, the wave right. of. of Joy, yeah, is that the word? Yeah. yeah, she she didn't rush away and plan all of everything. Uh, she had a, like a secret Pinterest board. <laughs> I'm I'm almost confident about it. And I, yeah. went, and I was like, yeah. So what do you think? You know, I got down one knee, and then she's like, I already have 
all these plans. And so I'm like, funny. <laughs> so you kind of just dropped one knee, you hold the ring, and you just go, you take it from here. Yeah. She was already <laughs> logging into her Pinterest and unlocking yeah. the hidden board. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> her friend's like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's oh, funny. Yeah. But uh, uh, how long have you been engaged now? Uh, like maybe a month, not even. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty new. That was crazy. That's I, super new then. The euphoria uh, yeah. kind of surrounds that. That's cool. Yeah. Congratulations. Well, thank That's you. Well, I got, the, I got the ring custom made, which took like 10 weeks. What? So for me, I got like some time to adjust. I see. So okay. for me, I'm pretty used to it, but for her, it's brand new. Because I knew she was going to say yes, right? Right, right. But look know. at the confidence yeah, in Wes Barker. Crazy. Oh, yeah, sorry. Let me just look to the listeners at home. Don't get that ring custom made. Yeah. It's very scary. Because <laughs> all you're doing is saying, of all the options in the world, she better go for it. I think this is the best. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that's a really weird feeling because she's like, oh, out of anything, you gave me that's that funny. one. And it's you know what? Freaky. If you would have told the second wife you custom ordered it, she would have believed it. Jesus. You know what? I, I actually also got a, like, a custom piece done. But yeah. the thing was uh she she just told me like the kind of style she wanted and then i had the foresight to uh this is what i did i had my own little 10 week plan i wanted to throw as much cold water on the idea as possible so it was a total shock when it happened sure so we did like a little lap around jewelry stores one day and i was like yeah we're just gonna look we're just gonna look and of course she's like trying to (laughs) poke her face her way she's like she's like yeah okay we're just casually looking and then I went and specifically showed her the style that she had talked about like a year earlier. And she's like, I, I fucking hate this. I don't like it. I don't like what? this at all. So I was like, oh, okay, mental notes. And then I just took it from there and I was like, I'll do my own goddamn style. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boom. And she'll love it. You'll, Confidence. You'll love I learned it, that from Wes sure. Barker. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so you're fishing today. Yeah. Do you fancy yourself a bit of an angler? Oh, oh for sure not. Um, <laughs> Like, I don't think he, I was with, there's five of us, they're like all his friends and me, and they all fish all the time, and I was just like, you guys are about to find out, I don't know anything about fishing. Yeah. I just thought I'd say that right off the get-go, and I'm like, do you get seasick? I'm like, no. Oh Fast forward God. 90 minutes, I'm puking, like what? crazy. Oh, no. So you've thrown up today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crazy. Twice, back to back. And I, I thought like, I smelled something. Yeah. Not our first guest to come in here after throwing up, that's okay. But that's no, okay. I, I, I'm like, I'll be, I'll be fine. Like, no one, no one ever gets better from seasick until you take them back. And I was like, okay. But I actually, I leveled my... Leveled out. I leveled my shit up. You rallied. Fine. Puke yeah. and rallied. It was all right. That's a beautiful thing. So they, they had 42 beers on board, and there's only five of us, so... I felt like we we're gonna get a few beers down, and I'd feel fine. Right? Like, usually <laughs> it's the exact opposite. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You can rally. Yeah, I'm gonna put down a couple. It's yeah, okay. it'll be yeah. Fine. So, yeah. what kind of boat did you take out there? Was yeah. it just like you a nice what? like? Yeah, I don't know. Just it was like five people was pretty crammed, and uh, you know it was all right. At four rods, I don't know. This guy goes all the time. His name's Todd. He's a beauty, but I don't know anything about boats. And it's crazy. And all of a sudden, you know, every time someone's like, "Fish on!" and I don't know what's happening. They're handing me rods. I'm like, you know, still wiping the puke off and just reeling like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so if you lost it, I'm like, I didn't know I had it, right? So it was crazy. Like, they're making fun of me. It was all right. What kind of fish are they? What were they going for? Like, uh, I think I don't know. What we're trying to catch. I, I pulled in one fish. Was a, a salmon. It was apparently two inches too short to keep, so they threw it over. What? I was like, hi, fish, by fish. That's crazy. Yeah. That's what every woman has told me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two inches too short to oh. keep. <laughs> uh, I uh, I'm actually from this like small town that's like based nowadays on like. Uh, Freshwater tourism, like fishing. Where's that? Yeah, I'm from uh, Kenora, Ontario. Ooh. Land of progressive thought. They're known and for like canned beans. And <laughs> stuff. How many listeners do we have from there? You think, uh, right? Probably, probably a the whole dozen. town. Yeah. Maybe off, which would be a couple dozen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now the, uh, the but there's like a giant muskie called Husky the muskie on like the like outside that it's like all revolves around fishing is what I'm trying to say. But listen, I am. You said there's five guys on this trip today. Yeah. I am the you of that town. Oh, okay. So like I I'm, I don't know. I can like bait a hook. Yeah. But that's I don't. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've caught a fish my entire life. Like maybe uh, I don't know. Yeah. We have. They don't have them out here. When I bring them up, people don't really know what I'm talking about. But we we usually fish for like pickerel. Yeah, there's also this, like a thing. this yeah, big, uh, yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, "Oh, sounds made up." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, cool. like, nice. yeah. Uh, it has fish. this really nice taste to it, though. But uh, pickerel, and then uh, there's always like this big international uh, bass fishing tournament called the Kenora Bass International. That's like apparently a big deal. That's the only thing that I actually knew because I managed to catch it like twice. In a row, like yeah. two years in a row, really? on like TSN or whatever, <laughs> and it's just like, uh, my Kenora. I'm like, <laughs> text Jamie right now. They have a fucking fishing yeah. competition in your town. Yeah. Like, it's weird, right? Yeah. It, do they call them derbies? Is it fishing derby? Or is I mean, apparently derbies are like more of like, a, like, a, like a, a, like, 
I guess this KBI thing was like ranked or something like that because they have like they're giving away like trailers and, and cars and like and like uh, boats and like all the types of lures and all that. But I think a derby's more like. Yeah, I went on the weekend. Did you know Greg won the uh, <laughs> yeah. the pot? It was like, yeah, uh, how much? Yeah, like, oh, sense. it's like uh, twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, like I think it's like a derby. <laughs> okay, twelve hundred bucks is yeah. a lot of money. Fish and derby. Like, oh, let's, let's how much can we depopulate the fish population? You know, like, oh, I, I, I hope all the time. I really hope someone's getting their fishing knowledge from this podcast <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, like, this okay, is okay. Yeah, yeah. uh huh. <laughs> no, it says a must list for anyone in the entertainment industry <laughs> on the website. Now it's like a must list for any fishing enthusiast. <laughs> yeah, it's real real anglers show out here today. Oh, I went. Man. I went to a fishing derby growing up, and we didn't even eat fish. We had KFC. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's primarily the point right there. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let me ask you this: What's that? Um, We have a lot of uh, mutual friends in yeah. the uh, in the senior. A lot of friends of the show, actually. True. Um, I've, I've seen you on bills with like uh, lots of stand-up comedians and, yeah. and whatnot. Um, how do you find your act integrates with that type of uh, of entertainment? I think, uh, yeah, good now. I mean, at the beginning, it, they weren't sure about me. I wasn't sure about me. <laughs> so <laughs> it was kind of, uh, as a magician, you come in and no one knows if, are, are, is he actually going to be funny or is this just mm-hmm. sort of magic tricks that are kind of with built-in jokes. So, um, but yeah, once I started doing my thing and, and going up at like, I go at Yuck Yucks and stuff, and then they're like, oh, yeah. And then I start going around to the other other rooms in town. People are like, yeah, okay, this guy. Sometimes I'll go up and just do five minutes without doing a trick. And yeah, they're like, oh, right. yeah, okay, this is legit. So now it's it's come a long way. and But my show's come a long way. Uh, it's really half magic, half stand-up. So I think everyone started to appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, it fits in great now. Now I'm on, like, every time I'm on bills of people, they're, they're happy to see me, not kind of like, oh, here's another. Yeah. You know, well, <laughs> there's, it's got a really weird sticker sometimes when you put comedy and magic together. It can look weird, and it's weird. I think it's because it goes back to like some weird, like made up hierarchy of like, like where entertainment. You know, yeah. like people, like, like right now, if I brought up like miming, right, someone would be like, sure, well, you know, compared to blah blah or whatever like that. Totally. There's there's always some snob of there that doesn't understand entertainment is fucking beautiful. Like I think yeah. what you do is fucking amazing. I like, appreciate it's, that. It's beautiful. But it's, it, it, I mean, if you, if you just Google comedy magic, though, like comedy magician, you will see why the stereotype exists. Like, it's there <laughs> uh, for a reason. And because there's no such thing, well, there is a such thing, but it's not taken as seriously. Like, people in the magic community will rip each other off all over the place. Like, but you, that's like a, like a, almost more of an homage than, than well, like kind straight of, up lifting, like, or is it real? It'll be like, oh, I like that trick. I'm just going to start doing it at my show. Oh, plus those jokes were good. Bit for bit. And just, yeah. Wow. And, and they just like deliver the same jokes on the same trick and the audience doesn't know, right? So they're laughing, but everyone else is like, I heard this from a different guy. And it's just like the weirdest Weird. Thing. So it, like, it kind of creates like this like weird like stolen kind of a yeah. culture is that like it, it, yeah it's kind of weird we, i mean we that's weird they that try it, and fight as much as possible but for some reason in the magic community it's just it gets rampant yeah and because because it's built on secrets right mm-hmm. so i don't know if um if if i if i make this disappear right and then someone sees it they might not know how i did it so they just do it their own way and in their head, maybe it's a different trick because they don't know how I did it. I see. Okay. Right. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like singing a different, oh. like the same set of chords, yeah. but because they sang it in their own voice. I guess. That's kind of weird. It's weird, man. That's still weird though. You so, still have to give credit to the guy who wrote the chords though. Yeah. That's what I think. So I try and do like, uh, but then other magicians will just sell their stuff. They, they just legit sell it to people. So you don't even know, did he pay for that? Maybe he paid for it. Maybe he has the rights to it now. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. People will sell tricks that they make sure why why not just perform them themselves if they're like that good that is because some people they're mm. ugly i don't know yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> no, oh not not a marketable personality yeah and 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 they, maybe they just can't make enough money doing it or they're yeah they're not you know yeah they're just no, they make I've, more money selling it i've heard that like they just don't leave like their particular like scene like some yeah. guys are like oh i'm in edmonton I'm not yeah. planning to go anywhere. Like, yeah. if we meet some guy that rolls through town and, like, yeah, and he's like, oh, oh right? he won't perform yeah. this in Edmonton. He'll perform somewhere else. Okay, yeah. that's fine. So it's really wow. it's a weird community. That's really strange, man, because I, I, I think when, when I consider the fact that, like, you know, plagiarism, yeah. even if it's like, you know, gray totally. area accepted <laughs> plagiarism, sure. whatever, it's like, you know, so looked down upon. Like, imagine we're talking about 
screenwriters or something right now sure. and you were like hey this one scene is directly <laughs> lifted from like your favorite movie you're like what and then they're like yeah he's cool with it nah he works out of tampa <laughs> like See, you know like this, that's weird right? this like, is exactly why i love the con this i fell in love with the comedy scene so much and why i go out so much and and most of my friends are comics is because of it's forced me it's forced my originality and it's, it's just inspired me because seeing everyone just like trying and failing and, 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 and succeeding and it's an awesome thing because it magic magicians are the most uh, the, the, they're they're the least likely people to go out and bomb like they're just so afraid of it so they'll do a stock trick they know versus trying something original mm -hmm. right and that's such a weird attitude so I, I that's why I have migrate more towards comics where it's like yeah man go out you try it out like that's what yeah. we're here for right like we don't want to see you go to your A material tonight like why not? We just saw it every night this week. Like, That's try right, something yeah. new. And I love that mentality. So I try at least once a week, get out and do something new, you know? That's really it's cool, man. so much fun. That's very refreshing. Yeah. I, I like that. You know, the, the more um, more we have comics on the show and the more, uh, personally, I get to know more and more comics, uh, I find so many parallels between uh, comedy and the music industry. Yes. And uh, I'm, I'm sure you can relate that oh, with yeah. the magic, right? Yeah, yeah. So that, that idea that, you know, Ever, it's weird, right? Like yeah. the, some of the parallels, it's almost like I kind of want to talk about this, but I don't want to say that. But like yeah. some of the parallels of, of like uh, everyone understands that everyone's yeah. trying to do the best they can yeah. right in that moment to get ahead. But I find like in comedy, it's almost more, um, I'm speaking about this like like I've ever done fucking stage time. I don't know. <laughs> but, I, but, uh, but I'm just, I'm just saying like uh, I find that like in comedy that a lot of the guys are more like pulling for each other. In yeah. music, it's a little more cutthroat in that yeah. respect it's like it's like yeah i hope he does well fucking choke on it like yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so, there's, there's definitely, definitely that yeah, yeah that and like and I'm, i know that exists in comedy yeah. a, a little bit sure um but it just seems like more people are like hey i got a really funny friend he's doing well he's doing this special or whatever blah totally. blah totally you know? and that's the, 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 that's the other thing that um with with magic there's so many different types of, same with comedy like i've never do a serious bit of magic in my whole life i only do comedy magic so when when uh, I talk to magicians, sometimes depending on what kind of magic they do, they look down on me because I don't do some floating table dove dove fireball. <laughs> oh, it's you not know serious. what I mean? Yeah, serious like, enough. You know, like no one believes your powers. Yeah. It's like good. So powers. Free your mind. You're like okay. So I really I, I really migrate. So when people some people just like. Oh yeah, he's a he's a comedian. He does magic as well. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. they, sometimes I, I get introed like that, and that almost saved me. Like on America's Got Talent, they introed me as a magician, mm -hmm. and one of Howard Stern's biggest complaints. Like he watched it, he's laughing, he's liking it. Afterwards, he's like, okay, he's like, that's really funny. He's like, I don't know, like the magic's yeah, okay, cool trick, but like if they said you're a comedian, you come out here like as a prop comic and you do that trick. I'm laughing and loving it. But right now I'm like, okay, as a magician, I rank you against the other magician who just came in here, you know, and lit himself on fire and floated through the audience. Like, I don't know if your magic is on that. And it's not like maybe my, it's, yeah. not, even, it's not even a matter okay. of like my skill for magic. It's just my performance style. I'm like, I can't make that funny. So I'm not doing yeah, it. Yeah. Like yeah. for Howard to say that though, like, okay, he's his baseline of like, I guess like freak kind of yeah. crazy shit to yeah. see I'm, I'm, he's like yeah some guy just levitated on fire upside yeah. down you're like okay well Howard that's an illusion he didn't really do that I'm you know? buying like, it though yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like I'm in I'm, I'm buying it I'm invested uh, oh, yeah yeah that, that, that's, that's kind of cool actually well speaking of uh, speaking of God Towns uh, let's talk about this I first time I actually uh, was like very like I, I'd seen your your name on like uh, like Red. flyers and stuff yeah. like that, and like and like and like just kind of heard a yeah. little bit, but then uh, I was like, "What the fuck was I doing?" I, I think I don't know. I was in some hotel, yeah. and uh, it was like really late, two a.m. kind of thing, and I was flipping through like YouTube, and sure. I, I got caught in the rabbit hole of checking out uh, uh, "Fooled Us," which is a show that Penn and Teller do. Yeah, yeah. And for people listening at home that don't know, um, Penn and Teller uh, sit on a stage, and magicians will come up and attempt to do tricks. Yeah, uh, they'll, they'll do these illusions and, and tricks and attempt to fool Penn and Teller. And if they can 
uh, relay it back to you in like insider lingo <laughs> that they know what's how to do it and all that, uh, then you don't pass. But if you do pass, you get a big like confetti drop and like yeah. a, like a, a trophy, trophy, and, <laughs> and a big ever loving appreciation of them. And yeah, a trophy that says F, F you. <laughs> the show is called Fool Us, but yeah. it's also F you. And yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's a, that's a cool. And for people, some people don't know Penn and Teller. They're like these legendary magicians uh, in Las Vegas. They've been together like forty years. It's it's amazing. People either know and love them or have no idea who they are. So. Uh, but the show is so good, whether you know of them or not. Look oh, up the so show. entertaining! It's so good, so entertaining. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, I was I was lucky enough to fool them, and I mean, maybe they have like forty something magicians every every season, and only five or six a season will fool them. So it was pretty rarefied air. Yeah, right. They've like, only done two seasons, so it's pretty. I, crazy. I, it's very rarefied air, and, and that was like immediately. Uh, actually, that's where I was like, wait a minute. And when they did their little feature on you, and I was, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this guy's Canadian? What? And then I was like, okay, he's actually like in the area. I was like, well, I'm just going to reach out. And so I was glad oh, to, to hear how, how uh, approachable you were. That was, that was really awesome. Oh, man, of course. Yeah. Um, you know what, though? I was going to ask. I'm just trying to go off memory here. But was uh, was was Penn already like losing weight at that point? Or was he like medium okay. Penn? All like- right. So I did, I did two shows with Penn and Teller in the last year or so. And the first show was called Wizard Wars. It only went one season. Cool show, good concept. I don't know why it didn't work. It was on uh, Sci-Fi, and I did that show, and it was the first time I ever met him, and he was Big Fat Pen, and I, I was like, "All right, cool. XL Pen." Yeah, and yeah. then not even. Oh my god, I can't even think of the maybe, maybe eight ten months later, we filmed Fool Us. Yeah. And he had lost 110 pounds at that point. He was full skinny pen. Like, I did oh, not shit. even like, fucking recognize him. It was him. crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> like, and I mean, if you go down to Vegas, they, they do their show at the Rio Theater, and they have, like, a 300-foot billboard of him and Teller on the side of their... <laughs> and it's, like, big fat pen. <laughs> and they're not changing that billboard. <laughs> so you know he must just yeah. look at it and go... And even people that don't know, they're like, who's this guy? Yeah. He's not the guy on the wall. Because he looks so different. All the poster printers and all the tailors are just working on OT. They're like, yeah, yeah I got all these suits. I have to bring in like just crazy, you know. Well, good for him though. That honestly, losing weight is something uh, that I think people kind of, I don't know. I, for some people that aren't active, yeah. um, like myself, I haven't been very active in the last few years. And I think about like, you know, um, I'm kind of a kind of a skinny frame, but right. I'm like I feel like skinny fat recently. Like yeah. like I'll put on a, a tank top like this, uh-huh, and yeah. I'll be like, oh thank God it's loose on the bottom, you know <laughs> that kind of thing. And I just I don't feel like my best health, and I kind of put it in the back of my mind, like like I don't know, I take it for granted that yeah. like one day I'm gonna get healthy. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. like one day. We always that do that. Thing. Don't we? Do, are are you active like that? Yeah, I mean I'm super. Uh, I, I went in university. I went to university uh, on the basketball team and everything. Uh, and, and then after that, I, I kind of, after I quit basketball, I went from 183 pounds to 240 pounds. What? I gained like almost 60 pounds. Holy shit. In, you know, in a matter of like a couple of years, whatever. So you played varsity ball? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I know I'm like five, eight and a half. Yeah, I was just really <laughs> good. Like mad guess. skills, obviously. <laughs> I, had, I had nothing to do with um, with magic, comedy. I didn't even think performing was going to be a thing at that point. I didn't get into it at all until I was like 20, 21. Wow. So I'd already played a couple of years of basketball, and then I finally quit basketball because I'm like, okay, this isn't going anywhere, but maybe entertaining, maybe I like this magic stuff, maybe comedy. Yeah. And uh, But yeah, but like... I gained all this weight, and then I was just so <laughs> depressed and hated myself. And then, uh, and then I realized, okay, maybe I want to be an entertainer. Well, I'm not going to be 240 at five nine. That doesn't look good. And you might uh, have to start selling your tricks. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. So no, I, I I just went crazy hard at it, and I dropped all the weight again. Wow. And now I kind of hover around 190. What the fuck? How did you lose all that weight? Uh, just like called hating Mr. myself. Oh, yeah. hating yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I tried. I decided I was going to set a Guinness World Record for the fastest mile while carrying someone over your shoulder. What? Yeah, it seems like a, I used to be a forest firefighter in, 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 for two summers in between all this nice. stuff. That's what my brother does, actually, yeah, right now. My little yeah, brother yeah. does that stuff. It's oh, yeah, no killer, killer, And they're both named job. Brendan, which is weird. But yeah, <laughs> yeah and, it's, and I remember when we, we used to do that in like our physical training time, we'd like carry each other back across the field and stuff. Yeah. And I was always the smallest guy on our unit crew, but I was like really good at it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just... Maybe I maybe I can get really really good at this. I looked up the record; it existed. It wasn't. It didn't seem that impossible. So, anyways, <laughs> I, the rule the rule of this what got me. The rule is the person you carry has to weigh at least as much as you do. So if you're 160, they got to be 161. Okay. If you're 250, they got to be 251. <clears throat> and I'm like, okay, I'm like 240. Like 
I'm gonna see how much I can shred. Every pound I lose, I'm saving two pounds on the carry. So I dropped That's it. That's smart. Yeah. Wow. So I just needed that little, I dropped all that weight in like inside of six months. That's huge yeah. uh, incentive, man. That's really I need like, the, I need the goal oriented or yeah, whatever. Yeah, no kidding. So it worked out really well. Wow, that was that's really smart yeah, that you're like every pound I lose is yeah. like another pound I don't, two pounds I don't have to carry. Well, yeah. okay, then uh, when last year when I went on America's Got Talent, this is another sort of little fat story because they called me up. Um, there's lots of non-disclosure agreements stuff, and I just don't care about them, so I'll talk about this. Uh, <laughs> they, they, uh, so, so, like, America's Got Talent is mostly legit, but also some of it's, like, just rigged. They bring in acts uh, to just sort of... Because you think of how many singers and dancers they get, right? Mm -hmm. So they got to bring in variety acts to make the show diverse Balance. enough. Yeah, or else yeah. you'd so, just be watching yeah, America's American Idol or something, top. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they called me up and said, hey, we saw one of your YouTube videos. Can you come and be on America's Got Talent? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, sure, when? Like, in five days. I'm like, what? Mm, so like, yeah, okay. we'll, send you, we'll send you tickets, bring you to New York. And they're like, okay, what trick do you want? And they want this one, it's called a appearing beer can. Mm. And it's a trick I do in my underwear. So I got five days, and they want me to be shirts off in front of you know twenty million people. Oh my God! And I was like, okay, I'll be there. But after I hung up, I was like, this is terrifying. I'm not feeling so good right now. I had to go on my diet of like green tea and throw up a lot. And uh, yeah, I, I made it. Like I, I literally, I mean, I'm not recommending this, but like I was like not eating. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Like... I seriously just got anxiety just yeah. you telling me that. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I would never. I, I don't think I could do that I'm right like, now. Hey, yeah, Melby. Hey, Heidi Bloom. Like you yeah. see, hung oh. up the phone and just passed so, out. <laughs> I'm on cottage oh cheese and God. pepper. It's I would have just brought out my big fat man boobs and yeah. Just, yeah. I would have just, just gone. Just went for it. Who yeah. cares? Check oh, this out, Jennifer Lopez. Isn't or that whatever. funny though? How like you can have like like the man boobs and like be charming, like a like a you know like a Chris Farley kind of. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. we're at one end of the spectrum where you could just be like fuck it, and if you just own it. That's yeah. okay. That's cool. But on the other end of the spectrum, it's like if it just looks like you, if ah, you, you could do better. If, if you're trying, you better <laughs> fucking try. Yeah. yeah. Like someone's like, "Are you supposed to be skinny?" You're like, "Yeah." yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking oh, funny. Oh my god. Yeah, man. Sweet. That's good. No, that's really good. Well, okay. So, I mean, you because you've done a lot of these shows. Yeah. Uh, got America's Got Talent is like, from what I understand, like the most syndicated show on the planet. Sure. It's like in pff, how many countries do you even know? I have yeah. no idea. No idea. Pff, many, many countries. Is what I'm saying. <clears throat> Take that to the bank. Take many. that to the bank. Um, <laughs> what did you What did you notice after you did Got Talent? Was Was there a noticeable influx like all around in, in booking, or was it like back to the drawing well, board? What did you do after that? For me, for Got Talent was was good, but I didn't get featured as much as you can on that show. And again, partly that goes into some behind the scenes stuff that involves me being Canadian. Right mm, okay. and and visas and whatnot, so it's it gets very tricky when you're not from that country. So I kind of uh, knew going in that they weren't going to be able to feature me too too much. Okay, um, and that's fine. What's well, different then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the little bit of promo I did get was awesome, and uh, and it was so cool because my second round, Michael Bublé was the guest judge. So I like I like walk on stage. The first thing I do, I'm like, Bublé, I'm from Langley. I just shout that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what? Okay. He's like, I own the Giants. Yeah. I don't know. It's and like... he was just giving me like some serious love. That's funny. Yeah. So then afterwards, he come back. He's like, what do you even do? How is that possible? Yeah. But uh, so you know, I knew I was gonna get like good quotes and good bits for my promo right. stuff. Yeah. And some people would recognize it, but um, ultimately, I get more recognition from Fool Us just because. I fooled them, and it's like a 10-minute segment all about you. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, they get a lot of viewers on CW. There's like really high view show. Plus, that clip on YouTube ended up getting like 2, 3 million views as well. So a lot of times I've had it where I'm just hanging out, and people are like, hey, man, are you the dude from the thing? And Sweet. Like, and that's, that's cool. super cool. Yeah. I, even when I went to Auckland, I was in the New Zealand Comedy Fest this mm -hmm. year, mm -hmm. and I'm standing on the street, and this guy runs up. He's like, hey, man, are you are you like Wes Barker? <laughs> and I thought he just knew I was in the festival, right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, man, you come to the show tonight? He's like, you're doing shows here? Like, he couldn't what? believe oh, it. <laughs> and it's just a random. <laughs> nice. That was pretty cool. That's, cool. that's rad. Yeah. yeah. Those it's are the not, best kind, right? I know, and you're kind of hoping people are around. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Just want me to sign that? Yeah. yeah that's right. No, yeah. It didn't happen. That's right. <laughs> I was by myself. The I could have made this up. The that's lady funny. that you're eyeballing at the bar, you're just like, oh, shit. She yeah, was. she doesn't even watch me. Oh, that's no. fucking hilarious. Yeah, man. The, uh, it's, it's weird how, like, there's, like, this tiered recognition yeah. where, where it goes, like, Aren't you the guy from the? Mm, I can't put my finger on it. To that, to then like actual recognition, right, yeah. And then like the next one where it's like they can't talk, 
Because they're like, come, they're like, yeah. Uh, I, uh, you already know why I'm here, like that kind of thing. Oh like, man, and not even happens at any level. I remember like in the New Zealand festival, mm-hmm. uh, Jim Jeffries came and did a one nighter, mm-hmm. and his show was on the same time as mine, which is not good for my show. If Jim Jeffries is doing a show because it's same like a time. festival, right? So people yeah. will migrate. Yeah, to each so they're going to go to his <laughs> show. So afterwards in the bar, I, I uh, we were on the same billboard, right? And mm-hmm. I went to tell him that I was like hey man I was the other guy <laughs> right and uh but what I ended up saying was um <laughs> I was gonna say hey I didn't know we were on the same night or whatever but what yeah. I ended up saying was I didn't know you were coming here until I saw the sign and then he's like well that's how advertising works <laughs> <laughs> and I was like damn I blew that yeah just <laughs> and then he finally clued in what I was saying he's like oh you got the other he's like I'm gonna oh. buy you some drinks for sure <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. Some drinks. I was like, sorry about that I'm like, yeah, cool. I love how he gave you a little marketing tip though he's like well that's how advertising yeah and I was like ah son of a bitch fuck that's yeah. really fun. yeah <laughs> it's good he seems like a good guy though yeah oh he bought everyone drinks at the bar yeah I mean yeah he definitely uh he spends more time talking to uh, people that are prettier than me, which makes sense. But uh, no, he's he's a sweet dude. He makes he makes everyone the you know all the comic stuff. He makes them all feel like he you know he actually engages with everybody. And, yeah, and moves on. He's like the proper celebrity pro who knows how to talk to someone, quick conversation, and get out, and no one feels bad about it. That's and that's so like valid. that's a skill. Yeah. So yeah, I guess. But um, you know, because you get the guy who like hangs around. Around the conversation, yeah. inserts himself, yeah. and then, yeah. Uh, uh, well, anyway, you know how it is, and then takes, <laughs> you know, it's like looking around, waiting for the next moment to chip oh. in. That's hard. That's hard yeah. to deal with. And I guess at that level, it's probably really difficult to even like, you know, I guess in because that's like the workplace at that point, right? Yeah, when totally. you're when you're especially like green rooms and things like that. Totally. If you're if you're actually at your workplace and people are trying to discuss things with you and they have like, you know an agenda motive motive yeah, it's yeah, yeah, fucking totally. hard to like be like listen i appreciate this and not turn them off forever <laughs> yeah you know yeah. like it's ah oh, that's tough it's a tough yeah, game be, and then cool. switch back immediately to hey i'm entertaining and i'm you know, oh I'm yeah. this guy anyway buy tickets oh exactly <laughs> oh man that's good well um let me ask you this sure uh so with within your career yeah. um you did you did a taping what back in 2014 14? Yeah, 24 the, the Vogue. Up the, down the street. I was yeah. going to say up the road. Yeah. But relative, anyone who's not in Vancouver doesn't <laughs> yeah. give a shit. No, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I was trying to be a Here in town? Yeah, here in town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, do you have stuff on the horizon? You got plans? Well, I, I did that one in 2014, and uh, that was like <laughs> just a crazy idea. I'm like, I'm going to put this on myself. Hire the crew myself, sell it out myself, promote it myself, and it was like a really bad idea. That theater is super expensive to rent and stuff. That's crazy. And it was like leveraging myself to the max. But out of that, uh, a the, the show sold out, so I made a ton of money on the show, which blew my mind. That it was, was great. Yeah, I couldn't believe. I'm like, I'm selling out 1,200 seats this is nuts. Mm-hmm. You know, this is you know two years ago. I had no TV credits at the time, and then uh, I took that those the the show, and the show went all right. Um, but a few things went wrong. I did a few tricks that I hadn't really, they were kind of new. I don't know why. I was just like, I'm going to go big or go home. And it's that ambition we were discussing earlier where yeah. you're, like, you're like, rather than, you know, to be safe, you want to yeah. go and risk it all. I mean, yeah. fuck, you're renting all the gear and everything. Cool. <laughs> like, yeah. You know. so, and it was cool because like, the show, when it turned out, I looked at it and I said, okay, this isn't really good enough as a special. You know, I'm not really, I don't really want it to be like, here's my hour special. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I cut it up and I put on like three or four chunks I thought were really good. And I just put them on YouTube for free. And that's where my YouTube went crazy. Mm-hmm. Like the one clip has like 22 million views. Just insane. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, like, what? And then, so it's like 22 million, 3 million, 2 million, 1 million, 1 million. And just that doesn't make sense to me at all. At the time, I my, my YouTube channel went from 10,000 views to 30 million in like 14, 15 months. And it just happens like yeah, that, you know? Just one day you're like, the check starts rolling in. Let me let me ask you this. <laughs> okay, well, let me ask you this. Because of that, that like kind of perceived overnight online right. sensation yeah. of success, um, which of course we know it's a lot of work. It's sure. not that. But let me ask you this. Did Because you have all the analytics and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Did, when you put up the clips, was it like, Oh, social media has really taken advantage of this, or was it like, hey, I'm being linked to like you know a board in Prague, yeah, and like they, they just love it, you know, it's so, that. yeah. It's like, oh, I got half a million views today. Where from? Oh, Cambodia. Just what? generally, everyone in Cambodia decided I'm gonna watch this today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good for you. Cambodia. Everyone in Cambodia with a computer Keep was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been like it was like that, and in it, it's hard to know because some of my stuff has been really slow build. You know, I've just sort of seen it 
Okay. I'm like, oh, I got a thousand views. Okay. Then five thousand. Okay. Then two months later, ten. And then it would just, just, just you know, some blog or something would upload it, and you'd be like, holy crap, I'm cruising. Yeah. So it's a weird. And then it just it stops as quickly <laughs> as it starts. But that that's the thing. Like, for video, for for you know, YouTube and stuff, it's got to be good quality. You got to take that risk. I mean. Like that theater wasn't cheap. That camera crew is five camera crew, full edit. Like that's not cheap. So, so you're really it's a union. It's a union gig. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. But I just filmed. Uh, I was at the. Uh, I did the, Just for Laughs uh, Northwest Festival right. here yeah. in February. So I did another show at the Vogue for them, and I filmed that one as well. Who else was on that bill? Was just me. Just you, yeah, right? I just did it. Ah, so, see, moving so into like it. the same show two years later, pretty much, uh, except you know different content. And uh, that one I filmed again, edited it, and now that one I like. You like, love this one? I, who loves what they do? Nobody. I mean, but I really, I, I'm like, okay, this is a way better representation of what I got. And I'm a way better performer now. Just like everyone grows, you know, mm-hmm. two years is a long time. Of course. Especially because it's just been straight touring for me. So this one's better. It was done better. I feel better about it. And it, I'm, I'm selling it on Vimeo. And now Amazon Prime picked it up. So it streams on Amazon Prime. Okay. Which is like yeah, super cool. cool. That's rad. They, yeah. I, that only happened like last two, three weeks. Re- oh, wow. So I haven't Congrats, heard. Congrats, man. That's yeah, awesome. no, I'm really excited. I mean, it only streams in the States. So I can't even I don't I know. see it. But. This is, a, this is an international show. We get yeah, medium exactly. <laughs> viewers from around. Well, check the world. out West Barker Full Frontal Magic. Oh <laughs> shit! Full yeah. Frontal. Yeah, Love it. it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I need something in here that. Yeah. Because uh, I, I don't. It's, that's another thing. Uh, if you can summarize what you do in like ten words, that's a good sign. You know what the hell you're doing mm-hmm. as far as marketing, and that's something that I've not been able to do lately. I started out as a stunt magician. And it was all like, uh, you know, eating glass and walking on broken wine bottles and and escapes and just like danger stuff. And I would have to be blindfolded, throwing tomahawks, and you know, yeah, it was like. But then again, that was when I first started, and since then I've realized that that doesn't suit me. Like I I, I'm, I like to tell jokes. I would try and do that, and then all of a sudden be telling all my jokes and stories and stuff, and they don't fit. Well together, I see. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's just people don't want to laugh, 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 and then like, oh, this is really... power and fear. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then they don't even believe your stunts. They go, "This is bullshit," obviously, because he's a funny guy. Yeah, you're too funny to be this yeah. dangerous so or something. I, like... I dropped all that stuff. My show became way better, but now I'm stuck with like stunt magician is my handle for everything. Like at stunt magician on all social media, and so that name still carries around with me. And people are like, they book me and they're like, "Oh, this is gonna be great," and then they watch it and like that was so funny, but. Where were the stunts? Yeah. And I feel like kind of genuinely misleading. I don't know. Yeah, we want jackass and like Steve-O yeah. and shit like that. Like, I thought like, he was going to run through a brick wall and, yeah, and cut like, himself. And you're like, well, what the hell? What are you into? Are you not entertained? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I should do for sure. Yeah, man. Oh, thought man. he was going to cut himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's just how I feel after they say that yeah. to me. I'm not sure. Either. Great. That's fun. <laughs> oh, God. So good. Well, I, I think that you know, having that kind of introspective uh, view on your own material and the way that you can actually approach the art is like really cool because a lot of people, they'll just be like, I'm rolling with this. Yeah. This is what it is. Yeah. You know, I mean, I realize you feel like you're stuck with like the handle on yeah. social media and all that, but like the, the overall uh, premise of like, Hey, I'm going to make the best quality product, even if it yeah. means dropping like, you know, these totally. like significantly cool tricks. I'm sure. just going to like, you know, do this other style. Yeah. I like that. Man. And I, and honestly, a better for it. Every time I get in a rut and I think like, Oh man, maybe I should just go, people love that trick. Maybe I'll just go back and sneak that mm. one in there. Then I go, you know what? There's something, come on, use your head, think yeah. about it a little bit. And then, yeah, then that's where, that's where going out every, uh, you know, at least once a week and, and get trying something new is, uh, and we have like the best rooms in the city. Uh, to go to on a Tuesday night and try out some material. That's like, one thing that's vibrant out here. Is yeah, the like, there's always a crowd, and certain rooms they're they're expecting it. They're waiting for yeah. the new stuff, and you're like, okay, and it's pretty cool. So like I'm, you I can drop in and do five in like you know yeah. a room, like you said, like on a Tuesday or something, and it's dope. It's packed. It's nice. Yeah, you know? yeah. But a lot of the, a lot of hard work from a lot of the promoters around here keeping oh, man, the, the weekends sure. going and all that, which is nice. But it's yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, of course, big time. Yeah. Uh, you, you you said something earlier that that made me think about it when you're you talk about like oh well, will I drop a trick that people are expecting? Yeah, that's kind of a like in music, 
your greatest hits are oh, like, yeah, yeah. you know, people always bank on them so well and like, oh, we're going to, you know, this tour, we're only doing this album. Wow. And everyone freaks out or whatever, you know, he's like really, especially nowadays, it's very common for these reunion yeah. shows to do that kind of stuff. But it, in comedy, it's like you're judged by like your last hour, right. your last, you know, like significant effort, this kind of thing. And then, you know, a lot of comedians like put their jokes to bed kind of and they're like well yeah. I did that you know I'm not doing this anymore but and then other people are like do this one yeah. like I don't even remember how to do that joke you know that kind of thing what's what's that like in magic what's the oh, compare because you're doing both magic so like, the, the general rule in magic is do get a show together uh, 45 minutes hour whatever and just do that for the rest of your life <laughs> and and be the best at it and on one hand I go good for you and the other hand I go that's not what I'm trying to do because, like, again, these guys, a, a lot of them, I mean, they might have funny shows or whatever, but that's not their primary objective. The right. primary objective is magic. Make this the best possible magic ever. I love that. I'm not against trying to do the best possible magic, mm -hmm. but I am definitely, like, you are going to be laughing first. That is foremost for me. So <laughs> I don't really care. I, people want to see new. Like you said, in comedy, they want to see new. Yeah. But in magic, magic, traditional magic, they would rather more the music way where it's like, do the thing that you do, right? Yeah, right. Like, isn't that, that's cool, right? Well, that, that's like a similarity to that. Yeah. He caught himself. Yeah. <laughs> Again. Yeah, sweet. Well, I'll give you the, the, the cra craziest examples is um, the, the one trick they aired the most for me on America's Got Talent, I hadn't done in four years, and I don't plan on doing it anymore. Which one's that? It's the... like, it's a straitjacket escape, but behind me there's a huge video screen. It's a black square. Mm, this yeah. black square just shrinks, and that's like the timer. And behind the black square, as it shrinks, it slowly reveals a naked picture of me. And it gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And I have to escape before it shows my dick, pretty much. Yeah. And it's a funny bit. And I, you know, I did it, I think, 2012 or 13 or something. And I hadn't done it since. And I probably won't do it. You know, people, that's what they see. And same with um, the, the video that has 22 million views on YouTube. I get booked. Sometimes people, like, try and get me to do a show. Like, I'll get calls from, like... Guatemala, like yeah. can you come down and do that thing? And I'm like, okay, I'm not doing that trick. They though. want that, which is weird, right? Like, they, yeah, I'm like that involves an assistant, and I had to build a prop that doesn't travel well. Like, I'm not, doing, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, can you hook me up with a Guatemalan carpenter? Because yeah. like, I, I don't know, maybe. And like, then the one on Fool Us is another. It's another example. It's my like probably the most recognized one that people see. It's a trick where I rip a phone book in half, I throw the page in the air, I take a sword, I stab one of the pages. Well. I've been doing that trick for a long time, and I knew it was a good trick for the show. It's so funny. I've done it for like four or five years, so I knew it was well polished for the TV. Yeah. But phone books are going out of style. I kind of did it on that show as a retirement. Did you even say that in the yeah, clip? You're like, I, I actually had a hard time finding a Yellow Pages today or something. Yeah. You know? I have a storage locker that has about 50 left, <laughs> and that's it. So I'm not doing. People call me and they ask me like, "Oh yeah, can I come?" And I'm like, "Get there," and I go, "Oh yeah, by the way, I'm not doing that trick today." Yeah, no shit. I yeah. go on tour. I'm not going to bring 40 phone books to try and do 10 shows somewhere, <laughs> no right? So it's so, I, and people are like, they genuinely are like, you're not doing the thing that we saw? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. The one thing we want you to do? I'm like, no. That's, yeah, I, I guess like if you had it on your rider or something, you're like, I would like, you know, two to three directories. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Yellow page directories. Just go for like the Sears yeah. Christmas catalog or something. <laughs> but I, I see you know? what you're saying though. It's, yeah, like you don't want to like be penned to that. And either, it's right? honestly, it's kind of like my way out where I go. Uh, I, I honestly, I kind of want to do something else. I have found a new thing that's kind of similar, but different with a blow dart gun. So I'm like, okay, I want to do this trick, but I can't do them both in the same show. So if I lean on the fact that phone books are going out of style and they're not getting printed, then I could gracefully exit that without being like, I know you guys like this trick, but I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. Right? So it's kind of a nice way out. And I just sort of go, oh, I don't have any. Ha ha ha. And yeah. I just move on. So it, 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 no, it depends. That is, that is pretty funny though, that like a, like a booking like a like a talent buy oh, or yeah. something would be like no 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 the one from the clip specifically you're like, and if they do I have I, I will do it I guess so but yeah you should but just do it with like a cell phone I'm gonna flash yeah. your e <laughs> I'm gonna flash your agent's email here right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like he's there. sometimes I don't even tell yeah. him <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. he's like he's like you know we want work right yeah she's like yeah yeah <laughs> but uh, the trick I replaced it with is is in my opinion better just because you haven't seen it on TV doesn't mean it's not better. Like, I would never replace it with a worse trick, right? Yeah. No, of course. Yeah, yeah this yeah. one I get, I remember the audience to shoot a homemade blow dart gun at me. Come on. That's yeah. the best trick ever. I think that the, any, I guess what I was going to say earlier was uh, the uh, the one with the phone book. The the cadence you had in that, oh. which, you know, we were touching earlier with, like, the mix of comedy and, and, and magic. The cadence of which you're, like, 
casually explaining how you're doing it right. is unique to you in a way sure. that I, I just, I got to give you credit for it in a way that's that. very, very excellent. Because it's like this at ease Right. But like, I don't know what's going to happen kind of right. cadence, yeah. which is like, I, I love that, man. Like, Some people good. accuse me of being a little bit too casual, but it's just my it, style. I love yeah. it, though. Yeah, you're like, and then, you know, this is going to happen. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. That's what made me, like, immediately dial in. I was like, what the fuck? I, yeah. I, I was really into it. Oh, yeah. man. No, um, that's good. It, it's, it's interesting, too, because sometimes I kind of wish I had a, I think if I had a piece that, that did involve sourcing hundreds of phone books a year, right? <laughs> and, and, and that I could do on TV and people would know me for it. I think I would do that in every show. Uh, but I haven't found that. Like my buddy Steve Brundage right now is on America's Got Talent. He's in the, he's in the final. And he does a Rubik's Cube. Rubik's Cube magic, right? And, uh, and he is like, literally, he just goes around and he's like, I'm the Rubik's Cube magician guy. And people are like, yeah, that's the guy. And they associate him and that together. Mm -hmm. And he will do that in his show for the rest of his life. Lucky him, it fits in his pocket, right? Like he just, how would you not do that in your show? Is he the guy that doesn't like six seconds or eight oh, seconds or something like yeah, that? Like, like he just tosses it behind, yeah, behind his back one hand catch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that guy. Yeah. That guy's really good. Oh man, he's killer. Yeah. He's, but he's like, you can build a career on one thing if, if you, if you, if you want to. Yeah, I right. guess so. I see what you're saying. And if, if, you, if you ever booked him and he did not do a Rubik's Cube trick, <laughs> you would lose your mind, right? So so I, I can see both sides of the coin. And if I had something like that, probably I would do it every yeah. show. Imagine he showed up. He's like, I'm actually doing like a chess set. Oh, okay. They're like, I, what? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I just do a lot Even of Even I wouldn't watch him. I'm one of his best friends. <laughs> I, open, <laughs> I open with a lot of night moves, you know, whatever, you know. Like, show got, me the thing you do. I got a bop it tonight. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the level we're talking about. A bop about. it, yeah. yeah. Twist it. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, man. Yeah, well, that's good. Uh, I, I think uh, I think like a lot of these reality show competitions. Sure. Sometimes they catch a lot of flack for what is perceived as like you know it's um, it's kind of these gatekeepers yeah. that like put their stamp on it. Whereas like I guess the, the traditional method is like grinding out the scene making your way mm -hmm. onto like a night like late night show or something yeah. you know like i you know what the cool thing is now though uh, is 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 youtube and facebook and anywhere you can put a video we can really make our own platforms and i don't know honestly if if you if you're if it's good enough it'll go right like yeah. people go oh, i'm not getting it. i'm like well i don't know your video sucks like i don't know what to tell you like, yeah, like, like just do better and it'll it will go eventually yeah like a lot of people i know don't want to put their material online uh magicians comics i know uh, lots of people that don't want to put their stuff online because i don't know what they're afraid of i really don't know they go oh it's not ready or um it's uh maybe, maybe for magicians oh someone will steal that idea yeah or whatever i go who cares i if it's good enough to get lots of views mission accomplished and yeah. and yeah, it might get stolen, but it's already because it's out there with millions. Or if it's not good enough, no one's going to watch it. Hence, no one will steal it. No one's going to care. It'll just get buried into nothing. Yeah. So I just think, put it out there. Like, might as well. That leap into open source, like what you're describing, yeah. that, that leap in entertainment is fucking terrifying to some people. Because yeah. I, I think a lot of it is like a, a mixture of what you were describing with your... your uh, uh, the, what we say uh, Vogue, Vogue yeah Vogue the Vogue show. taping yeah, yeah. When, a mixture of that where you're like it was good wasn't my favorite right. but it was good and then you know led to the, the YouTube uh, success which was great but the fact that like your immediate reaction was like hesitation in terms of like well right. it's okay we'll, okay we'll see what happens yeah. that kind of thing so from that I think it's a mixture of that and then another thing you brought up which is like you know the, the threat of plagiarism yeah. and, and whatnot like that so it's weird because I guess when you're putting yourself out there, like you think about it, like if you were a tangible product, sure, we we could buy Wes Barker yeah. on the shelf. There's like bottles of you or something like that. Very nice. Um, <laughs> very nice. Like yes, yeah. it. it's a fragrance or something. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, if you could buy that on the shelf, your your magic right. like that, you would obviously have like a quality control to it. You would sure. you would want to have it marketed and, and branded in a certain way. There would always be all these control measures to right. make sure it's the, the best possible product. So then like you suddenly take away the tangible yeah. effort and you're like, Oh my God, it's just like actually this, this experience I'm selling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it has to be so fucking quality controlled. And then you, you throw in the idea that like a lot of the people in this business are like, 
you know, kind of up their own ass with yeah. like, I, I want to be the guy. I want to be, you know, sure. like this front guy. And, and that kind of leads to, you know, some questionable business decisions. Yeah, yeah. No, I, can, I, I can understand. I, I can see it. It's so funny. I change my opinions all the time, right? So like <laughs> yeah. this, this I believe now and I believe it for a while, but I might be swayed the other way at some point. But yeah. Mostly I just think like, no, man, I mean, you worked hard at it. Obviously, you're never going to really look at yourself and like what you see, right? It's hard to do that yeah, because you're so critical of yourself. But guarantee people are going to like it, you know? Uh, so just let it out there, right? That's you know? a beautiful confidence and, like, an optimism. That's a few times now that, that this during this episode I, I've noticed you've, like, you, like, you yeah. feel confident in your material, yeah. like, so strongly. Yeah. Did you always feel that way? Or was it after a few accolades have been, you know, added that you're, like, now you feel this way? Or is it... Uh, yeah, I think I'm still... That? It was not always like that. I mean, I knew... Um, I always knew that I had a certain market that was liking my stuff, and then, but I knew uh, maybe not everybody, and I was really struggling with that. And I don't know if I just, at some point, I decided that I'm going to pick a market, and I'm not going to worry about everybody all the time because a lot of magicians uh, do corporate work. That's a huge thing, or family stuff. I don't. I do some corporate for sure, no problem, but I don't do hardly any family things. <laughs> I'm going to flash the email again yeah. right here. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, uh, but no, mostly, but the, even the corporates, I say, okay, on a scale of one to 10, a one is, uh, you know, 10 is a bachelor party in Vegas and a one is a church full of nuns. Where's your company? Right. And if they give me less than a seven, I give them someone else's email. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and, and a lot of guys are like, yeah, I'll clean it up. I'll take that gig. Sure. I'm like, no, thanks. Yeah. Like, trust me, you can do better. And I'm, I'm going to waste my time on this show because I'm not going to be honing something that I'm trying to do. I'm going to be just doing something to get the money. And, and like, obviously I've done that because we need to pay the bills. Sometimes. Everyone does but, that kind of stuff. But yeah. I found a home at, at, uh, you know, comedy, comedy, comedy rooms and colleges, you know, and festivals. Hell yeah. Those three spots for me are so comfortable. Like that's the audience. So as soon as I, figured out that's the market I'm going for, then I became more confident because I was like, oh, I am literally doing stuff that people like in this niche. And I don't have to worry about the hate, if there is any. From any from, other market. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. So yeah, that's kind of how I, I became more confident about it. Just narrowed my scope. <laughs> I like that. I think that's probably inspiring to probably upcoming uh, magicians and, and comics out there. I hope so. Because it's, you know, there's talk about this a lot recently on the show, but there was probably this weird, let me get this on the camera, this weird like Venn diagram yeah. of like, you know, crippling self-doubt. Yeah. And then the other side, which is like rampant confidence. And then somewhere in the middle, it's like, oh, okay, there's a sweet spot yeah. of like humble <laughs> talent, you know, like this weird spot. But yeah. you, you seem to have like pretty good grasp on things. Yeah, no, I'm so, so realistic. Like I, every now and then, I, I have friends that, that tell me that they never have bad shows. I have friends that tell me that they oh, always never. get standing ovations. Always, yeah, and I, and and, okay. and I, go, I, I this is probably more of a magician thing, but I go, oh, I've had one three quarter standing ovation in my whole career, and I bomb <laughs> at least once a year, real bad for big money at something that a whole group of people were really looking forward to. You know, normally it's a corporate event or yeah. or some poorly laid out casino, right? Some phone book enthusiast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I got hired by Yellow Pages once and I didn't do their trick. They hated that. They hated it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but no, and I tried to sub in Bibles, but they're Christian. Yeah. So, uh No, it was, uh, it, it, so that kind of stuff really keeps me in check. So I think I'll never really have that sweet I, I hate myself too much to have the the overconfidence right and i'm always adding new material that's another way mm. if you're just doing the same old stuff and you're crushing you're gonna start to mail it in or think that you, you got it all figured out you add new stuff and you're always gonna be like oh man i hope they like this this might suck yeah. i've only done this 10 times or once or whatever right. right yeah yeah yeah. so then that's why you go i'll mix that with the stuff that i know they're gonna like and then yeah that's for me that's the venn diagram the new stuff and the old <laughs> stuff really keeps you in this little yeah. pocket where you're like okay i got one you're gonna like relax sit through this it's okay it's like, like acdc yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i like that a lot better i like yeah. that yeah um okay uh just I, I know your time is very valuable never i don't want to uh, impose on you i like that uh i will say i will say this though uh i i am interested to know what in your, because I know you said you got into magic in your early twenties, like yeah. 20, 20 yeah. or so. Um, who were the magicians that you you looked up to that you were like, hey, I like the way they do things, or the comics oh, that man. were like, hey, I love this comedian style. This you know, is, I'm sure this probably changes yeah. because of inspirations, but like initially, what crazy was crazy sort of thing. Uh, like I've always been really funny. 
like for, you know all always always just always naturally for yeah it. yeah always trying to get that like even in, you know in class or in the friends group just trying to steal that spotlight tell a better story right that guy and uh <laughs> and all growing up you know like the two funniest people I ever thought was like, I don't know, uh, for sure, like Jim Carrey and Rob Williams growing up. Like those two, I've watched all their shows and whatever. I think it was the funniest thing ever. And they're not in my comedy at all, really. They don't show up as influences or anything. I just thought they were great. Yeah. And I never thought of doing comedy as any kind of career. I, and then all of a sudden, David Blaine comes on TV. And <laughs> and I know that's such a jump from Jim Carrey, but I, I, I love watching this magic on TV. I'm like, David Blaine's magic's crazy. Yeah. I'm gonna learn card tricks. And, and maybe I'll just do him at the bar with my friends. And uh, and I didn't like, obviously, his performance, right? Like, David Blaine's great at magic, great performance, but I don't like... It's just, like, flat. That super serious, yeah, like, no emotion. Twelve. It hasn't... Yeah. It's nothing I find interesting based on probably the comedy that I like at the time. So then I just started doing magic and, uh, and trying to do it serious, you know? And it, so David Blaine was a huge influence, the reason I got into magic. Uh, but then, again, doesn't show up at all on again. what I do. And then I... Uh, there's some you know, like Copperfield and there's like a, a old Vegas actor called Lance Burton, these like big name sort of illusionist magicians that mm -hmm. also I was eating up at the time. Uh, but again, didn't really like the style they were doing, but just loved the magic. So there was really no one that was doing the thing I wanted to do, uh, which is like kind of combined two things that are awesome. So I just started soaking up as much magic as I could and then just never lost my love for comedy so i'm just devouring comedy every every special i can see and subconsciously there's a sort of they're starting to blend uh, as time went on and it, it kind of came out with a product that that i really like and, and it's very me it's kind of um like bo burnham and tim minchin uh yeah. are two of my favorites and they're doing half music half stand-up and i like watching them because it's I like to see what percentage of what are they doing and yeah. how are they integrating it. And they're both geniuses in their own way and they're doing it so different. And uh, and it's 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 awesome to me because I'm like, great, like Bo Burnham's killer and everyone highly respected in the comedy community. And yet it's very much music, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I go, okay, I'm going to do sort of something like that with magic. I'm not going to migrate one way or the other. I'm just going to sort of hit it down the middle, however you get your laughs whether it's through <laughs> a, you know, a trick or yeah. a gag or a joke or a story, whatever. So then that's really inspiring. Uh, and then now, I mean, I, I've, I like stories. Any, any of the comedy I do in my show is all stories, and that's because uh, probably from just loving Jim Jeffries and Mike Birbiglia and stuff like that. I just mm -hmm. yeah, I dig it so much. So, yeah, it's been really a, a mismatch of everything. But I'd say David Blaine on TV is the reason I started picking up card tricks. That's super cool. I like that. Very rad. And crazy boredom at my old job. <laughs> I used to work for the that. city. <laughs> yeah, and it's just city jobs are... Um, they you know they kind of leave you a little bit of downtime right just a little bit yeah and uh, civic duty it's not a knock it's just like you know you're out there filling potholes and you have to stop for lunch well you don't have anywhere to go you're stuck in your truck on the side of the road just right. eating your sandwich for half an hour that's so it. i'm like mm, this is card trick time that's right? right just to, to keep the mind going so that's true yeah. and i got a partner stuck with me and he has he's forced to sit there i gotta do magic tricks for him brand new i just learned it out of his book i'm like here watch and he's like oh not again right he's paying to sit there and watch me fumble through tricks the whole time that's great that would be crazy if he had he became your assistant yeah and that's how you guys started he's like oh. and then he's like especially if he was like like very disgruntled over the oh, years. Yeah. He's like, oh, I've been doing this for so many years. Yeah. He comes so. out wearing his road gear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He sure. never, he never really took to yeah. the showbiz aspect of it. <laughs> he just like still shows up. He's like, I got to shift tomorrow. That here. would be beautiful. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hey, um, I just want to say, uh, you're fantastic. You're a friend of the show. You're always welcome. I brought back. you guys boomerangs. Oh, what? Okay. Nice. I, have, I have Wes Barker boomerangs. So <laughs> yes. I did Thank not you know so there much. were three people here. Yeah, that's I thought okay. there were two. That's I thought okay. there were two. But yeah, they, go ahead and notice really quick. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> so, so these boomerangs are cool. They, uh, I give them away. I have a trick with a boomerang at my show, and uh, so I just give away these ones. They're the. Um, they're little tiny ones, and they fly, fly about ten feet. Are these legit? Yeah, they'll these, actually yeah. work for sure. Uh, when you throw them here, I'll show here, you. Here, They won't. They won't really throw in here probably, but totally. throw them like this way. Okay, oh, like don't like like that. So like tomahawk. Yeah, like, like tom tomahawk style, and they will they will do like a tight. Uh, 
Yeah, not enough room in here. Tight ten foot circle. Although this room looks bigger on the camera, I too thought it was bigger. It's yeah. quite small. I didn't have the right camera. Our knees are that. touching under the table. Yeah, right when now. you saw this before you come in in your table, you're like, you're like, oh, it's I enough room. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it'll work. They're yeah. awesome. You throw them in your apartment. They're so much fun. And I just give them out because like. My dad's like, you could sell them. And I'm like, I'll just give them away. It's pretty sweet. I like these, man. Yeah, it's a little promo thing. That's pretty good. I got to throw these nice around the warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is cool. Um, if people want to uh, follow you, how can they do so? Follow me uh, at Stunt Magician pretty much anywhere. Instagram, Snapchat. I don't tweet as much. Mostly Instagram, Snapchat. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, f- Facebook for sure. And then just anywhere, man. Type Wes Barker into that Google machine and, and, and start watching those videos. My I heard goal, that you're cutting yourself a lot on that Instagram. Yes, thing. floating in the Amazing. air, cutting myself. Running through brick walls. Yeah, <laughs> running through brick walls. Real stunt magic all the way. But it's uh, it, I'm going to be doing a lot more uh, YouTube videos soon. I have yeah. so many ideas that I'm just waiting for people to um, donate their time to shoot them with me. <laughs> nice Make sure you go to westbarker.ca. Boom. That's the oh. hub right there. And uh, Mr. Savedra, how can people follow you if they uh, you can follow so. me at the Savedra on Twitter and Michael A. Savedra on Instagram. Excellent. And uh, Big Wolf, the great Garrett Wolf. How can people follow you online if they want to do so, Killer? It's kind of tough, I guess. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> But you can probably find me at Wolf Show um, on Twitter, Instagram. I don't use any of that other shit. Uh, <laughs> apparently, oh, apparently, Wes Barker, hard act to follow. He's like, he's like I, I don't know. You can follow me if you like. Uh, If you want to follow the podcast, you can do so at Intergalactic Interviews on Instagram, or you can go to intergalacticinterviews.com. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, SoundCloud, anywhere that podcasts are awesome, you can find us. And if you want to follow me, if you'd like to do so, you can do so at MD underscore Boomsday all the way through, just like Mr. West Parker, uniform, at Stunt Magician. Sir. Your it's pleasure. Been yeah. This is awesome. Thanks, guys. Rad. Friend of the show. We love this. Um, we just want to say uh, next week we're going to have uh, Kyle Jones on the show. And he's fucking hilarious. You know, Kyle? Oh, for sure. Big time, <laughs> right? Sweet, silky, smooth voice. That's right. It was a long time coming. <laughs> Big dick coming. <laughs> Big dick Kyle Jones coming in. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we appreciate you coming in. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Thanks, guys. A lot. Okay. Thanks and uh, we'll see you guys all next week. Peace. Peace. Shout out.